every single week, Kroger has a deal where it's it. They say, oh, you can buy three 12 packs of of Coke or like Coke products, and then it's super cheap. Like what? So I just always it's like you know get three 12 packs for 12.99. Oh, that's yeah, that's a very good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, every week they have stuff like that, and that's just when I. I load up. Oh, we don't have Kroger here. But I think that probably a lot of different grocery stores have something similar. But Some, I, bet you, sometimes. I bet you Walmart does. Yeah, but see, that, that gets back to like the whole thing with Target is I just feel like lately I go to Target and, and like the soda mm-hmm. won't be on sale, you know? And I, I just feel like it used to be you'd go to the store and like something was going to be on sale, which as well as is it going to be Coke or Pepsi this week? But now you go in there and it's just like nothing. And the price yeah. of soda has just kind of in my opinion, skyrocketed a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up drinking Pepsi mainly because it was just a thing that was common where I grew up, but I switched over to Coke along, like somewhere along the way, probably when I met my wife, because her family has like been drink, drinks Diet Coke all the time. And that got me switched over. Yeah. And I, I can't even have I can't even drink Pepsi at all. Like it hurts. Now. Wow. There's just something about it. I mean, it just hurts my mouth. It hurts my teeth. You're talking about diet, though, right? Well, I don't really like how diet Pepsi tastes. Oh. I think it. I don't know it tastes like fish, kind of, <laughs> to me. Now I want to go have a diet Pepsi and see if I <laughs> see. It's always been like one of my dirty little secrets that I really like Pepsi. But it's oh, like yeah. a nostalgia thing. Although it's, I mean, yeah. it, that's weird because you're saying you grew up with it. And now you don't. Now it mm-hmm. tastes like teeth well, hurting. Pepsi, teeth I hurting. Did, I fish, didn't drink but, diet Pepsi growing up. Well, no, same uh, here. I drank regular, but like where my mom worked, you know, they had like a concession stand that I could go into and just help myself to whatever I wanted. And they had Pepsi, not Coke. And so I was always in oh, there okay. getting a Pepsi. And you know, to me, they taste quite a bit different. I don't think I think anybody would agree with that. And, uh, I mean, we always buy, I don't know, for whatever reason, we always buy Coke or I buy, like I said, I'll buy Shasta or something. But, um, anytime I have a Pepsi, a Pepsi, it just kind of takes me back to, you know, being a kid. So like I enjoy, uh, Pepsi mm-hmm. plus, uh, where I work, the university where I work is like, a, it's all Pepsi. They have a contract with Pepsi. It's like the soda machines are all Pepsi. Like all of the eateries are, are Pepsi. So like, if you want a Coke. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even buy. You, you got to like, work for it. You, no, you, you have to coke like eat. leave campus. Like you can't yeah, even like there's there's like it. stores on campus that have like you know refrigerators full of like bottled beverages like you'd see at any store, but no Coke products, which to me is like crazy. Because I mean, it's it's a big university, right? There's like thirty or forty thousand people. It's like a little city, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't get Coke anywhere. That's nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. I I wonder if. There's people out there that enjoy. I, I I don't feel like there's as many people out there that just in like like Pepsi, yeah, straight up as much as Coke. And I wonder if Pepsi just has stayed pretty relevant because of. Don't they own Mountain Dew? Like they do Mountain Dew, right? I'm I wonder not, if Mountain I'm not Dew sure, but I mean, certainly Coke they own other... or Dr Pepper. Yeah. Is Dr Pepper Coke or Pepsi? I don't know. It gets all convoluted. I think Dr Pepper might be. Might be Pepsi because I feel like I can still get Dr Pepper okay. on campus. I mean, see, I wonder if those kind of things 
I mean, yeah, they definitely own alive. a lot of other, uh, uh, you know, beverages, you know, like they have sports drinks and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I've never met anybody who was like, no, 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 I want, I prefer a Pepsi over a Coke, you know, like, yeah. It's like just, I saw the joke online somebody made that should be like Pepsi's slogan should be, is Pepsi okay? Because, <laughs> you know, you go to the restaurant yeah. and like, oh, can I get a Coke? And they're like, oh, yeah, is Pepsi okay? And like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, I always think, oh, sure, that's no problem. But most <clears throat> we, people, yeah, we I have think, Pepsi. Is like that okay? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that are like, no, it is not. Yeah. I'll have a water. Did we talk about this already? That like up in up in Oregon, they have like this chain of like restaurants and and inns and stuff called McMinimins. No, no. And uh, they don't have Coke or Pepsi. They have RC Cola. So I think that that's kind of cool because you know you don't that, that is kind of you cool. don't see RC every day. No, you don't see it every day, and it does. It has a very unique taste to it. I think. Yeah. It. it I mean, RC Cola tastes like. I guess it, it feels like the like the the food club version of cola. Yeah, I mean it's it's like I say this a lot because I I'm not sure what the status is on food club. Growing up, food club was like the generic knockoff brand of things like at our grocery store. Yeah, and now like as you said, it's true with Target, and it's true with Kroger also. Is they have <clears throat> excuse me, they have uh, their own stuff. And I think that that essentially is what food club probably food club facilities have switched over to it to doing stuff like that. Yeah, because it's not like Kroger's making their own, right? They're just they're contracting with somebody. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know Kroger. Yeah, I I always joke about Kroger because it's the uh, when my daughter was was little, she used to say Kroger. Yeah. Going to croakers. You know, croak. You know, it's it's one of those things, just like the way kids say stuff. Yeah. You know, where they in you know, I always call <laughs> they used to call Netflix Neckflix. Oh, uh, I, mean, like, I, oh, I shouldn't say this, but my wife still says that sometimes. Netflix? Yeah. Like not it's not like she actually thinks that's what it's called. I think she just Right. Yeah. It's just accidentally the says it that pronounces it that way. But yeah. I can't, I can't remember. I was just thinking of something the other day. I can't remember what word it was that I remember saying it wrong when I was a kid. There's plenty of examples of that. Yeah. Uh, hey, anyway, um, did you guys get into making bread like during the pandemic when everybody was making bread? No. My, my wife sometimes makes bread. Yeah. And it's it's usually pretty good. Yeah. But... I've been. I got really into making bread again for some. You know, I go everything. We talked about this before. I go through phases. I get all into doing this, and then yeah, that's enough of that. And like right now, I'm making bread. That's cool. So, I mean, so are you? Do you make different kinds of bread? Because I'm pretty much like a white bread, you know, like sourdough or just like Italian bread. Yeah, but I don't really like. I don't like rye. Oh, I see, like, I like uh, rye bread, like pumpernickel. Uh, I don't like all, any of that stuff. I like rye bread quite a bit, but. I mean, right now, I think what I'm kind of doing is sort of tuning. Like, I got a recipe out of a book that that I like, mm -hmm. and so I'm kind of tuning it, you know, based on my personal bread preferences, and then I'm figuring out different things that I can add. You know, like right now, I've got I got some dough rising right now because I'm going to go bake a loaf of bread after we're done here, <laughs> and uh, it's got rosemary. I put rosemary and caraway seeds in it, and then it's like a oh, okay. half. It's like half wheat, half white. Mm -hmm. A little bit, little bit of rye flour. We'll see how that turns out. And then I've also got, uh, you know, because I, like everybody else, I made a sourdough starter during the pandemic, and I used it quite a bit. But uh, 
and I let that. And you were uh, like, "This is awesome! I love, I love doing this." I let that die. Well, yeah, you know, when I didn't have to go to work, you know, because mm. as I said, I was privileged enough during the pandemic that I got to just stay home. Uh, you know, doing stuff like making bread was fun when you had lots and lots of extra time. You know, hell yeah! But now I think you know I got my process down pretty good. You know, because I have one of those um, KitchenAid mixers. Mm-hmm. So like it needs the bread. I don't need the bread. You know, you just throw everything in there and let it, let it, knead away for fifteen or twenty minutes. So it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my wife uses has a, a KitchenAid thing. Yeah. I don't know. There's so, so many different contraptions and stuff. She has like the, the, has that, but she also has um, is it the thing that has like the big uh, bowl and it like this big mixing bowl type thing? Is that a KitchenAid? Yeah. Also? Well, I mean, there's other okay. brands, but yeah, I mean that's like the yeah. main. That's kind of the main one, I guess, that most people think is the best one. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't used enough to know, but it's a, it's a pretty good one. It needs dough. Like a lot of them don't have a powerful enough motor to knead uh, bread dough. So, yeah. You know, KitchenAids are pretty beefarino. <laughs> uh, I mean, my, my, my wife makes a bunch of bread, like makes really good, like not just like sandwich bread, but also makes zucchini bread. She made this. Like four loaves of zucchini bread the other night and it's gone already, but she always puts like like chocolate chips in it. Wow! It's like in or like pumpkin bread. She makes yeah. that a whole bunch. What about I what mean, about banana bread? Uh, her mom makes banana bread. I like. I don't know if she really makes banana bread hmm. here. I I do like banana bread though. See, I feel like banana bread and and zucchini bread. That's like Coke and Pepsi. You know, it's like oh hey, can I get a slice of banana bread? Oh, is zucchini bread okay? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. Okay I just always it. feel like because I think maybe it's like the kind of places I go, they'll either that day it's like, well, we either have banana bread or we have zucchini bread, and if you go on the wrong mm-hmm. day, you get stuck with the zucchini bread, which is still okay, but yeah, I prefer the uh, prefer the banana. <laughs> so I got I got to ask, what is what's the deal with that flight yolk behind you? Oh, is that on camera? Oh, yeah, I need I, I need know to know that. what that flight yoke is. Oh well, that that might get cropped out in the video. So if it does, I'll I'll have the video pan over so that mm-hmm. people watching on YouTube can see the flight yoke. So that was like uh, the record store, you know, that I always go to. Yeah, uh, Armadillo Music, two hundred seven F Street in downtown Davis. Uh, <laughs> they um, they got that in like in like there's like some guy that just brings in random stuff all the time to trade in. Yeah, like I think he just goes to thrift stores and stuff. I don't really know. And they'll they'll just be like, okay, yeah, we'll take it, whatever. And so they got that a while ago, and uh, they sent me like a direct message on Instagram and said, hey, you, you know, you want this? They, anytime they get anything video game related, they assume that I'm going to be into it, which is you know usually true. Yeah. And, and I appreciate the fact that they're looking out for me. And mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, you know, you want this uh, this flight yoke thing? And I was like, I don't think they even knew to call it that, but you know, I was like, ah, I think I'm okay. Like, I don't, I'm gonna pass on that one, you know. And um, it's funny because I used to have that's a CH products uh, yoke, like the CH products that made the flight stick that was very popular in the 90s with the sort of the white base and the black stick with the red button on top. Hmm, I'm not, I'm not familiar. Uh, that's so right. I assume that's PC. It's for a PC. It is, right? but so I used to have one just like it, but it was like an older version that had a game port connector. But oh, uh, this one's USB. Oh, so, so that, now I'm kind of thinking of like a lot of stuff. Well, I'm just wondering, like, you know, I can use that with, like, DOSBox probably and play X-Wing. Could I plug it into yeah. the Mister? I don't even know. Like, what could I do with it on the Mister? you know? Like, 
Oh, so, yeah. so anyway, so I didn't want it. So then they put it out for sale, like at the store, and they wanted like, I remember they had it priced kind of. I was like, what? What are you doing? Like they wanted like forty or forty five bucks for it, you know. And I just saw mm-hmm. that and I was like, all right, well, it's your store, you know. And nobody ever bought it. And then, um, like three weeks ago, the store flooded. Oh, and it just what what's today Tuesday? It just reopened on Sunday. It was closed for like I don't know three or four weeks, and mm-hmm. I didn't even understand what happened. I just like had the <clears> store flood, and and somebody like because they posted on Instagram like, hey, FYI, the store's closed. It flooded, and somebody asked in the comments like, oh, was it like from the rain because we're having all the storms, or like yeah. the pipe burst? And they yeah. put both. And I was like, what? What does that even mean? So anyway, so, so I... So it's, it's extra bad. Well, no. The so I didn't understand extra. what happened until I went I went into the store. Uh, well, I went Sunday and I went again yesterday, actually, because I, I missed the place. And uh, they they told me what happened. It's I've never seen something like this before, right? So this is a commercial building, right? So it doesn't have mm-hmm. like a, a sloped roof like a house would. And right. uh, so the top of the roof is flat. But for some reason, the roof is graded so that the rainwater all like drains towards the center like a sink That's and weird. then there's a drain pipe that comes down you know from the middle into the record store and then goes along the wall and then i don't i don't know where it goes out oh god so that so so that pipe at like and i guess this happened at like midnight that pipe came off in the middle of a storm and so all the rainwater that the entire roof of the whole building, which they're only one business in this whole big building, all the rainwater came inside the store and was like coming down the wall. Everything that was on the wall got ruined. There was a huge shelf of CDs that got ruined. Oh and then God. like if you walked in the store, it, you were like sloshing in the water. So it's not even like the water is like coming. It's like filling them up, filling up. It's like coming from the ceiling just getting all over everything. So even things are high up are still are screwed. More well, if so they were if they the were floor. near if they were near that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it ruined they had to have the drywall <laughs> torn out over there and have the wall re- That's why they were closed for 3 weeks cuz they had to do a bunch well, of repairs. Well, hopefully insurance work. covered like a lot of it, right? Well, I hope I'm so cuz they also that's like 3 weeks of lost revenue. Yeah. You know. So cuz I that's the kind of thing where I, that could put a small business under if they're not careful, you know. So anyway, mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's the long way around of saying after they opened the store back up, I don't think they wanted this flight yoke thing in the store anymore. And so they sent me another direct message and just basically said, hey, do you want this thing? Because otherwise we're going to throw it out. So. Really? Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm coming in there today anyway, so I'll just grab it. And so I got it and I just got it all cleaned up. That's why it's clamped down over there. I'm going to play with it later, I guess. That's crazy. I was just yeah. looking at my waveform and I was seeing some sort of like levels going up when you were talking. I was, I hope it's not picking up from my, my headphones. I turned it down a little bit. You, I turned you down a little bit. Yeah. I get a little animated sometimes, you know, get all hot under the collar, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what? I can't, I can't seem to do anything <laughs> right with recording stuff lately. So yeah, I mean, hopefully I didn't screw us over. It's funny because I was trying to because I went in there on Sunday. It was the first day open. And I, was, I was like, I'm going to spend a little bit of cash in here and you know, kind of do my part, you know, to make up for the fact that they've been closed. And uh, one of the things I was hoping I could find, I remember I sent you a picture of it a long time ago. They had that uh, uh, vinyl re-release of New Adventures in Hi-Fi. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It Did was, you get it? No, it was gone. 
but Ugh. I mean, I have it on CD. Do I need to have it on vinyl too? Probably not, but probably not. You could say that about a lot of things I own, though. You know, like I don't really need those. Um, yeah. Hey, do you want do you want to talk about that folder that I bought at the record store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was I was very <clears> surprised. <throat> I you know I thought maybe it was something that someone had just given you. No, but no. so I assume that came in at the same time when you. When I you don't think so. That that came in later. That was a different. That was that was a, that came in as part of a record collection, and I don't think that the person that brought it in knew that that folder was in with the records until they were in the store, because uh, the guy that runs the store, Paul, was telling me that the person saw the folder and was like, "Oh yeah, you probably don't want that. I'll just take it back." And Paul said, well, no, actually, we'll, you know, he saw what was in it and he said, oh, we'll, we'll buy that too. And so that, you know, the person just traded in that folder along with, um, along with all the records. But like, this was like a month, well, probably two months ago. And so I hadn't gotten to see it. And they kept telling me, like Nick was telling me about it. He's like, oh, we got this thing and you're going to be, I don't even want to tell you what it is. It's a surprise, but cause he took it home to check it out first. And, um, so I didn't get to see it until Sunday. He's like, okay, here you go. Here's this folder. And so like, uh, I guess I'm going to make a video about it and probably that video will be posted before this podcast gets posted. So I don't think it's any like spoilers or anything. So it's like this pink, like mead folder, you know, school folder from like the eighties that just has like a pocket on either side. What are you doing? I, I figured out why I was seeing your levels is because right. I turned on. My speakers, so that my wife could hear you when you talk to. Oh, we're talking to her earlier, and I forgot to turn them down. Okay, well, I'm sure it'll be okay. Um, anyway, so inside the folder, uh, there's a copy of uh, Nintendo Power issue number one. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, there's one of the Nintendo Fun Club newses, the one with the hockey player on the front. I forgot which issue that is, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the predecessor to Nintendo Power, which I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. I already have that. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, there's the poster that came with the NES that, you know, I have it. I have it framed in my office upstairs, that big poster. Yeah, yeah. There's one with of those. The, with the Rob head on it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of, not a bunch, but there's a few, like, game manuals or things that came with games, you know, like inserts, yeah. like manual for, like, Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, uh, TNC surf designs, which was, you know, topical oh, for me, bases loaded. Yeah. But then there was like, you know, some of the inserts that would come with those games. And then, uh, there was like, a, a hand drawn, I, I believe it's a Zelda map, hand drawn Zelda map on graph paper, which I thought was pretty neat. And then like a piece of lo- loose leaf paper where the, the kid had written like clues for Zelda. Oh, that's awesome. But like the, the star of the show, in my opinion, in there, like, I don't even know. Like something like this, I feel like is very rare. Like all mm-hmm. I did, I looked on eBay not because I give a shit what, pardon my language, uh, <laughs> what it's worth, but just like, is this like, like you know, how off, how hard would it be to find something like this? Yeah. There's a, a Nintendo Fun Club membership card that was oh. never even taken out. Like they, they sent it, it was like an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, right. and then the Fun Club card was like perforated so you could break it out of the piece mm-hmm. of paper. And it's still intact. Like they never, they never took their card out. That's so, crazy. I yeah. mean, I've, I've never seen one of those before. I Me mean, either. 
I mean, there's got to be plenty of them out there, but who knows? I, those are the kind of things that I'm sure have ended up in the garbage more so than not. Yeah. I mean, I saw like on eBay, there's one that's like complete like that. That's like mm -hmm. got liquid damage on the front and like somebody wrote some stuff on the back. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just sitting there with a buy it now. So it's, you know, and what then, was it selling for? Well, the person's asking like 350, but I mean, that doesn't mean that's what it's, you know, it's just somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Right. Because I can't, I couldn't find any like, you know, pricing history on that. But again, I don't care. Like, I'm not trying to sell it. I'm just, I was trying to gauge like, is this the kind of thing where if I went on eBay, there's like 15 of them for sale? Because then, you right. know, finding one's just not really that big of a deal, you know? Right, exactly. But I exactly. couldn't find but any in the sold listings, like nothing. So to me, I feel like, wow, that's the kind of thing that would be hard to come by. So like that was a, that's a cool thing to have. Because I mean, I already have. Uh, Nintendo Power issue number one, but I think this one might be a condition upgrade for me. Oh, cool! So, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's awesome. I mean, that's like that's a great find. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like it's cool to hang on to that kind of stuff. You know, I showed you my folder. I guess when we did that, the Sega Visions read through, where yeah. I had all these like letters and stuff I got from people at Sega. And but I mean, that's like cooler because that. that's yours. Yeah. But still, like it's it's cool that you know that this that that Nintendo Power and that stuff has gone to somebody who like cares about it. Yeah, you know, is like interested in you know it's it's life versus just like oh how much is it worth? Yeah. How, how much money can I make off of this? You know, like I I have a friend who's like real into uh, like different action figures like GI Joe and Transformers and stuff, and I have a, a lot of stuff uh, that I kept from when I was a kid, I mean, I guess when my mom moved out of her house, I, I went through one bin and said, oh, I want to keep this, keep this, and keep this. And then I, like, traded some of this other stuff into, like, a, a store. Uh, but I kept, I let my kids go through and pick out a bunch of stuff. And now they're not really interested in a lot of that stuff. So it just, like, ends yeah. up in these different baskets throughout the house. Yeah. And he collects the stuff, and then he finds different pieces and, like, tries to complete broken ones and stuff and then like pays it forward i guess like oh that's cool. find somebody else who's looking for it yeah so um you know i have been just like giving stuff that i find to him yeah that's like not nobody's playing with it or anything like that and uh we were recently talking about uh transformers the movie the 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 animated 1986 transformers the movie yeah. which is, is the only is movie great. as far as i'm concerned yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love that movie, and you know, he was taught. We were talking about like there's this char character in that movie, Cup, who's kind of like an old grouchy uh, transformer, and we were talking about him, and he's like, yeah, I've been like kind of eyeing this this cup on eBay because I don't have one, and you know, I've been kind of eyeing him, and I'm like, I I got a I got a cup upstairs that's just like in this bin. Do you, do you want it? Yeah. <laughs> and just in situations like that, and I'm sure you've been in this situation where, you know, there's cer certain things you collect or that you like to, to, to get, and it's, you're not expecting it. And suddenly it's like, oh, I have that. Here's this, like, you know, like probably with that folder. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, you went in there not even thinking about it. And then you see it. And yeah. like, oh, do you want this? And it's like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what I want. So I like to think about that. I bet he was, you know, made his his day. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, to get something like that. I mean, yeah, for the because like for the folder, I looked through it on Sunday and I said, oh yeah, I wouldn't like I'll take the there was like two game manuals in there that I wanted, mm-hmm. but you know I I didn't I wasn't really thinking about that, so I was like, oh yeah, we can talk about that. I wouldn't mind getting the you know these couple of game manuals that I don't think I have, but other than that. You know, I, I didn't even really have time to look through the whole thing. Like, I didn't see the membership card in there. And yeah. um, I was more like I was thinking about it at work yesterday because I knew the manager was going to be there because he wasn't there on Sunday. And mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, I should just drive over there at lunch and I should just make them an offer. Just just sell me the whole thing. Yeah. Because, like they, like, they knew that it was worth money. Like, there's not like, you know, like they knew what they had, you know. Yeah. But they're not set up to sell that kind of stuff. Right, and so I just went in there and I said, "Not worth the effort." Yeah, and so I just went there. I say, "Hey, Paul, you want to make it? Let's make a deal on this folder, you know." And so, like, I just, you know, I threw him an offer. We worked something out, but you know, it's not. That's why I'm saying it's not like I got some kind of screaming deal on it. But, but for sure, if if I wanted to, I could take the folder and like sell a lot of that stuff off and make money. So it's not like I. It's not like I paid full blown retail for it, but it's not like I found it for ten bucks somewhere or something either. You know, but right. but I told him that, you know, because like, you know, yeah, he's like, you know, you could probably sell a lot of this stuff and make a profit. But he's like, I know you're not going to do that. And I was like, yes, that's not that's not why I'm buying it. You know, I'm probably yeah. not going to sell like even like now I'm going to have an extra copy of Nintendo Power number one. Like I'd rather either give it away or like donate it to the, you know, Video Game History Foundation for them to yeah. like make somebody's day who's a subscriber. Like I'm not going to. Right. For reasons yeah. we've already discussed on the show, I have no interest in selling anything on eBay, so. Yeah, but yeah. also just in general, like, it's, I'd rather just, you know, in, in most cases, just give stuff away that I have extra of that I I would rather give it to people that I feel would be excited about it. Yeah. I assume you have a copy of Nintendo Power issue number one, right? Uh, I mean, I have kind of. <laughs> I oh, because I mean, I, do you want it then? Like, I don't. If you, I just assumed you had one, I would have offered it. Well, to you we'll first, we'll but. talk about it later. All right. I mean, I have. All right. Uh, I have one that I I might be buying I from see. the same person who I gave that the the cup. Oh, nice. To. Okay. Uh, so, hey, mean, speaking maybe. of Nintendo. Um, yes. Because I think he tagged you on Twitter, so I don't know if you know who this person is. I'm not familiar with this guy. But uh, some guy just ported Mega Man 2 to the mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. You're talking about Infidelity. Yeah, that's that's him. Yeah, yeah. Infidelity, yeah. So I, I was playing through that, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know why I think that's so cool, because it's a straight port, right? It's not right. like it gets rid of, I guess, the slowdown that Mega Man 2 has on the NES, mm-hmm. so that's nice. But other than that, it's just a port, but it's just but he did So he did Mega Man 4 before this. Yeah, but see, I didn't know about that. Oh, okay. Like I just, we, we did it. We did a stream with that, and it's it. I played all the way through the game. Yeah. Finished it, and yeah. it was it was great. It's it's just really cool, like that kind of stuff, you know. Just I guess porting over, you know, from like a source code level, like yeah. porting these things to other platforms. Yeah. You know, and just not emulating, just making them run na- like natively. You know, it's. I don't even understand how you would begin to do something like that. No, I have no idea. But it just made me think. I mean, I don't even know how easy this would be to do. But like, if he were to keep going and do all the Mega Man games, like, I don't know how difficult it would be for somebody that knows how to do this kind of thing to like make a ROM that was like like a a legacy collection. Yeah, like a Mega Man collection for the Super Nintendo. I'd be, I'd, I mean, I'd buy a, I'd buy a reproduction card of that. 
for, yeah. for no good yeah, reason except that it would be cool. But I mean, because now, like, if you want to buy all the Mega Man games in the NES, they're ridiculously expensive. Oh, they're all expensive now. I, th- I mean, compared to what I thought, the I mean, five was like the one that was like really expensive, and I think it, they're the first one and 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 five are. I feel like they're all pretty expensive. I mean, it, I guess that shows you how much I I pay attention. Like once I have something, I stop paying attention to yeah. the value. Yeah, I mean, I, this was a couple of years ago, but I just saw how much people were paying to like that wanted the complete collection, and it was. I mean, I was just kind of shocked, just because I didn't realize how much. At that time, I didn't realize how mm-hmm. much prices had gone up. So I'm just saying, like, right. if you know, if somebody made like a collection for the Super Nintendo, you know, and I don't know how you'd sell that and not get in trouble, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but maybe you know they could. Somebody who had the idea to do that could talk to Capcom and say, "Hey, let's do this." And oh yeah, they could do it they, through like then retro they hire better. that person or they buy that. Yeah. You know, like those, the, you know, whatever it took to make that from yeah. them and pay them for it. Yeah. Um, hey, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Because uh, it's 35 minutes into the show. Uh, can you can you roll the uh, does it slap or should we eat it theme song for me? Yeah. Well, we want to say really quick that oh. this is episode 23. Yeah. The Michael Jordan uh, tribute episode. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Did you ever have when um, you were a kid? Did you ever have that picture, the poster on your wall of Michael Jordan uh, doing that? Oh, he's uh, like, is he holding the? No, that's Shaq that's doing the holding the. Yeah. No. 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 It's uh, like I think it was at like the All Star game one year. Uh, is he like doing he something? He did this. He did this no? slam dunk where he took off from like the free throw line. Oh. And right. so like, there's yeah. this iconic I mean, picture where you just see him like flying through the air and you can't see yeah. the ground. And you know Nike made posters out of that. And isn't that I what the that whole like wall. Air Jordan like logo? I believe is based so. On? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean I didn't have anything like I didn't have sports player posters right. hanging up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. Okay. Theme song. Here we go. Does he slap? Does he slap? Does he slap? Oh shit! I dropped something. Oh dropped god damn it! Be careful glass. over there. <laughs> All right. So you you wanted me to in, reintegrate food. Yes. Because you don't like this uh, uh, notion, this idea that I don't yeah, like food. That's, I mean, that's just clearly. out there on the internet. Corey Carlson hates food. Yeah. Okay. Here's your three options. Okay, I'm ready. Fresh baked bread, uh, fresh baked cookies, fresh squeezed orange juice. So uh, I'm gonna. I'll the... take cookies all day long. Yeah, cookies. I mean, it's it's an easy choice. I mean, I just I there's I I I love gooey messy cookies did you ever have a uh like what is it the international cookie company was like a place in in my mall and they would like i mean i don't i'd never heard of international but we had like a cookie i think every mall in america had it might not be international but it's like a cookie company and they had like yeah but i'm saying i think there was a few different you know based on where you were like we had mrs fields cookies 
Okay. But it's, I, I mean, I'm sure it's the exact same. It's just fresh baked cookies, you know? Yes. Yeah. And Which, I, as we know, it goes without saying, cookie stand is not part of the food court. <laughs> yes. This, and this, you know, this it's is an autonomous, what, what was our, it? An autonomous unit for mid-mall snacking? <laughs> Probably. I mean, that sounds about, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll take cookies. I mean, just cause, you know, I, I like cookies and I'm not saying that the other two yeah. are not good. You know, it's, it's <laughs> cookies, the easy choice to keep. Yeah. I mean, like there's almost, is there anything better? I don't know, man. Cause I, cookies? for me, it's a tougher choice between, is it the cookies or the orange juice? Because like, I don't know what happens to orange juice it's just like fresh squeezed orange like i just had some this morning like if you squeeze orange juice and drink it on the spot it has this flavor that no orange juice you can buy at the store has like i understand like i grew up where it was like you know minute made and whatnot and and that was like made from concentrate anyway but now there's that uh what is it called simply or something where it's like a clear plastic bottle with the green top and that's like a lot mm-hmm. closer to fresh squeezed orange juice, but it's still not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I might so be wrong I, that, about the name, but that begs the question then. So you, you, are you a fan of pulp? Oh, definitely. I want to chew my orange okay. juice. Orange juice okay. and coffee are two things I want to chew a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Like that Turkish I mean, I, coffee, I, where there's still some grounds in the in the cup. Love that. I don't know if there's any grounds at the bottom of this but like when i make uh french press there's some grounds at the bottom it's good stuff and you chew it and you just eat it mm-hmm. like oh that's that's good uh but yeah i don't understand people who want like no pulp go go drink sunny delight then and stop wasting orange <laughs> juice you know <laughs> i mean i i i will tolerate pulp wow but if i if i had a choice i will would not have pulp but like, will I'll, you eat? I'll tolerate it. Will you eat an orange? Yeah, but I mean, because then that's just pulp. Like that's I like what... the little like the mandarin oranges, like yeah. the small ones. But if I handed you like a whole orange and a knife, you're not, you're not excited about that. No, hmm. it sounds like a mess. Eventually. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I got a, another one. I I'm gonna just run this by you because I don't know if, uh. I had I had written this down a long time ago. So that was another Sopra- that's that- another Sopranos thing that you're you're missing out on. You yeah. know? This has pulp. I like the one that has some pulp. <laughs> yeah, just like a little bit. Yeah. I mean I'm okay with just a little bit. And then she threw the cordless phone at him for even saying that. <laughs> uh so this I we did a uh, I did an impromptu uh does it slap or should we eat it on our on the live stream that we do okay. on Life and Gaming every Sunday night? Like you mean you like you hit try with it or yes? Okay, yeah. And you know I thought like maybe this would be a little good advertisement for the podcast. And I, I did play the theme song. I hope the hopefully oh, nice. hopefully that's okay. I, like were I said, like, there's one person in the chat that said, "Oh, I don't like I don't know if this the name for this is going to age very well." And I'm like, that's, that's, that's the point. The point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, so, I mean that's that's great advertising for the for the show. So I appreciate you doing that. So this is something I wrote down, and I didn't don't think that you like you would feel very strongly 
about it, but I okay. but maybe I'm wrong. Well, you thought but I would be heartbroken about eating Joe Montana, so that shows what you know. Yes. Yeah. So, but I I hit try with this question, and he like spent like nearly like thirty minutes like whittling down the answer. That sounds about right. There's a right. guy in the chat that says, you know, tries see. having like a, a midlife crisis over, the, yeah. <laughs> over this question. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to hit hit you with it. And I'm I, like, you could just tell me like, oh, I don't really care. Okay. Or maybe it's something you'll think about. Okay. Okay. Because we got to talking about, uh, he's talking about his NES. Yeah. You know, and we talked about like, you know, we love like the gray color of the NES. So I, I hit him. That's what's what spurred this idea. So I had three different like patterns or colors that I knew that he would like or you know are are good and he had to he had to pick one. And uh, I gave him matte black, wood grain or NES gray. Wow. I mean, you, you, I mean well, because I I can see why that would take him so long, because you have to really think through in your head the places that those get used. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because like it's funny you bring that up, uh, like the matte black, you know, because like we were talking about uh, the KitchenAid mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like I just bought that KitchenAid mixer over the weekend because I was borrowing somebody else's, and I was like, well, I just need to get one of these, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they come in different colors. And they, yeah, they'll yeah. kind of change out what colors are available. So, like, the color of the one that I was borrowing was, like, black, but it was, like, glossy black. Yeah, and I hate glossy black. Well, it's just, it's going to show, especially you're making bread. Like, you you pour the uh, the, the flour in there, and there's, like, a cloud. You know, it, it's going to, it's not good with glossy black. You know, you're going to see that. Yeah. But anyway, they had matte black. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't. For, on that for that application, like I don't think that looked good at all, you know. Right. But okay, so you said matte black, wood grain, and NES gray. Yes. I assume you mean the top of the NES, not the bottom, the lighter gray. Right. Right. Yeah. Just I mean the NES, like NES and PS One, are like Man. similar kind of gray. You know, it's just like a good gray color. I mean, my walls down here are kind of yeah. NES gray. So if I if I eat wood grain. I'm not yeeting wood, am I? I'm just yeeting no, things no, that, that have like thing. a like vinyl wood grain veneer. Correct. Right. It's okay. like it's like like wood grain pattern that yeah. would be on, you know, like the Atari twenty six hundred or right. you know, like like our set is like made up of that right. we use for like our show yep. is made up of wood grain yeah. like wall panels. But is like that, that, that that's actual wood veneer, isn't it? I mean, it's not. It's like a, I don't know. It's 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 not real. That was okay, but that so did not count. This is what I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I mean, I'm not or trying to counted. like turn this into like getting us stuck in the weeds here. But I'm saying like, if I buy something that has wood veneer on it, not vinyl, but actual real wood veneer, does that stay or does that go? Like if, if I bought real speaker, wood, yes. If it's like straight up wood, yes. Uh, like, like wood veneer where you. it's like really thinly cut wood that's then like glued over like MDF. Like Okay, like so I, I think that, that should be a qualifier. Like yeah. if it's if it's wood that has been glued onto another surface, yeah. that needs to go. Oh. Because oh, that's wow. almost like a wood grain it's like almost like attaching a pattern to it. 
You well, know, it's, it's just not, like, it's like, with, like it's not with, natural with speaker natural. cabinets. That's very normal because you build speaker cabinets out of MDF because it's more dense. And then you glue uh, wood veneer to the outside so that right. it doesn't because wood because MDF is ugly. OK, so, but still like that, that is so then my speakers have to go. Yeah, the, the speakers don't have to go. They just have to they just can't be that color anymore. I see. Well, because I, just, I think there, that, there's so many yeah, things in this world that are matte black. Mm-hmm. How can I can't get rid of matte black? I know I I kept matte black because I just feel, feel like matte black is is the easy thing to keep because I will I if I had to get rid of if everything that I had that was matte black had to be colored something else. Yeah, like it just looked like a like a clown house. Right. That's what I'm saying. If I look around, there's a lot of matte black going on around here. Yeah. And I mean, gray, I like gray a lot, you know, like the NES, mm-hmm. the PlayStation, like you said, like that's a great color. Yeah. But not better than matte black, you know, and wood yeah. grain. If it's, you know, as long as things that are made of real wood can stay, I think we can get rid of the wood grain. Okay. I mean, the inside of my car is matte black. That's a common color for the yeah. inside of a car. It is. I mean, it, you know what? But try like that was the Matt Black was the first thing that he got rid of. He was like, well, I don't think I he thought that, so that through. Nothing was. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, mean, look, this, he got, he this microphone is Matt Black. Like, the microphone stand is Matt Black. My my, mm-hmm. both of my monitor thingies here are Matt Black. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's but it's just it's it's a simple color that goes with everything essentially. Yeah. For and. Sure. You know, I can't imagine getting rid of matte black. I mean, does that does that mean that like black T-shirts have to go also? Because most of my yeah, T-shirts, I'm, are I'm black. wearing a matte black. Well, it's black, but yeah. I but I mean, all, it is. It's, it's, it's not glossy. Matte. No. I mean, if, if it was, if glossy was was the thing, I would get rid of glossy immediately. I hate. I, oh like, yeah, I'm not a have, big fan of glossy. I'd have no problem getting rid of glossy black, but uh, yeah, yeah. Matte black is just too He got, he got real like useful. caught up on like, oh, it's just video game systems. And I'm like, no, it's like everything. Yeah. Because yeah. and he has like a, he has an entire room in his house that has been made up of like wood grain paneling. Like he intentionally did that. So I'm like that would you know have to be completely so, redone. Like you'd go to bed one night and it would yeah you know like you wake up next day and it'd be like white. Know, it takes no work. It's not like he's got to mod everything. So that's what he kept you know. then. Wood grain. Uh, I'm pretty sure he kept wood grain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about I that. I don't think that was well grain. thought out on his part, but. <laughs> Certainly, it sounds but like he I, spent I, enough time he, on it. He didn't. <laughs> he spent too much time on it. I overthought it. Yeah, thought about it. Yeah. Um, seeing if I have anything else in my thing here, I do not. I'm out of topics. So uh, if, I think that I I might be too. But all right. Because okay. then we could we now. Can, I now I know what to do next. Well, no, I was just saying uh, we can hit up the emails. Oh yeah, let's 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 hit those emails real hard. Yeah. Uh, this episode. I feel like we have a lot of catching up to do. And people are going to stop emailing us because they're going to say they never read him. Uh, Why I, I spend not, the time? You know, we've gotten, we've gotten a few. But, you know, not as many. But, uh, okay, anyway. Uh, this is from, since you like to ask this uh, on occasion, uh, this email is from December 17th. Uh, this is from Matthew in Canada that's how he signed the email Matthew in Canada Uh, he says here's my question for you this is a good this is gonna be a hard question to answer what's the one thing you own that offers the best uh, 
value to price ratio. Ooh. I mean, because you can go, you can go in lots of different directions with that. You know, like you want to talk about like video gaming and then get into like emulation or something, or you can. Yeah, I mean, I would say probably the Mister video game wise, probably the Mister. You know, especially since I got my Mister before they were yeah. a ridiculous price that they are now. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, I mean, my GH five camera. I've used that so much. Yeah. Over the years, and I feel like yes, it was it was expensive when I got it, but I feel that I've gotten more than my like what it costs of use out of it. Yeah, in the last six years. Um, I don't know. What would what, what you what, you have anything in mind? I feel like the first thing that came to my mind was actually uh, my iPad. Oh, okay. Because, like, I mean, I use this thing for everything, you know? Like, I mm-hmm. like I read on it, I watch TV on it, watch movies yeah. on it, use it for, you know, browsing the internet. I've used it for writing on my show. Yeah. Uh, you know, it has, it gives me almost all the functionality of a computer, you know, plus other things, you know, plus mm-hmm. it's portable enough that, I mean, I can lay in bed. You know, you're not, I'm not taking my laptop to bed with me kind of thing, you know? But, right, right. I mean, I probably spend more time using my iPad on a day-to-day basis than anything else, you know. And it would be no different. Like, I happen to have an iPad, but if somebody had, like, an Android, you know, a Samsung tablet, everything mm-hmm. I just said about this is still true. Still relevant. You know, I just, yeah. like, I'm, I'm all up in the Apple ecosystem, but it's not. Yeah, it's impossible to, yeah. to really get out, if, like, once. Yeah. It would be a pain in the butt to get out Yeah. at this point. But, uh I mean, yeah, I think, you know, as far as the value that it has for me, I can't think of anything that, which is ironic since I was complaining about my phone and they're such similar devices, but all the things I hate yeah. about my phone are not true about the iPad because of how it's set up. So, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would say like the phone, like considering that, you know, I have to use it for so much, I would say that it's like the value is there for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, for me, like, the, it's hard to say the Mister just because you know, I, and I say that as someone who I I love my Mister, but it's just not. To me, it's not something that somebody really needs. Like, if you want to play old video oh, games, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just just have Retro Arch, or if you're an Apple guy like me, yeah. open MU on a computer and and you're good to go. So I, you know, yeah, for for that's, guys that's like true. us, the the Mister, you know, I think gives you the best of both worlds, you know, and it's awesome. And I'm not trying to say that it was not a good answer for me. I'm just saying for me, I just, I love the mister, but for me, the mister is still kind of a luxury item that, you know, you don't really, you don't need that in order to be able to play all the games you can play on the mister. That's true. Yeah. I did think, I just looked around and, you know, that how about my boy? recliner here? Yeah. This recliner? Yeah. Man, it was, so it was, it was a hand-me-down, so I didn't pay anything for it, but I sit in it every single day and you know, I've, you can see over in the side there, you see like this gray recliner that I got from like a open box store. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to take the place of my recliner. And it's just like, it doesn't come anywhere close to it. Like I, I, I've had this thing for years. Is that a lazy boy that, that one? It is. Yeah. Those it's, are... it's a lazy boy and it's impossible to give it up. Yeah. I, I love it so much. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's, it's old, but it's been used so much that you literally just like, sink into it when you sit and you you i've fallen asleep in it 
Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, you can, you can kick the back back. Yeah. You, know, you can go back, yeah. but without having your legs going up if you wanted to, which is, why would you I want to do like, that? Is, because I have like a foot stand. Oh, okay. Foot, a okay. foot stool. Got like it. I don't want the the feet to go up because it's kind of a pain in the butt to get the feet back down. Okay. So I have another uh, foot stand that opens up, and I that's where I put like all my extra controllers and stuff like that. Yeah. Inside there, but you know I love the fact that I can put my feet on that and kick this thing back. Yeah. And it you know it doesn't prevent that from happening, and the other one like it just doesn't do it, and I I try putting that over here. When I first got it, and I was like, I'm just going to use this from now on. And it lasted like five days before I swapped them. And now visitors get to sit in the other one. Yeah. Did you get that? Uh, was that from the same open box store where you got your table that's on yes. the other end of the? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love I love, love the, uh, the open box outlet store. Is that like one in, of those stores that sells like stuff that's been returned to like Target and Costco and stuff like that? It's not so much like returned. I think it's <clears throat> bigger, bigger stores. Uh, like they have a lot of furniture. It's like like Ashley furniture or something like that. Like expensive furniture. Yeah. And I think that sometimes it's like like uh, just overstock that never sold. So they just have it all in this big, in this back room, and this this company just buys up these uh, empty like plaza stores. Yeah. And then like puts it like sets up in there and sells them and i you never know what you're gonna find when you go in there i mean they have like giant rugs they have uh like ottomans they have all kinds of stuff you know uh giant pillows like it's it's they get stuff in every single every other week i think so i always go and check out you know what they have i haven't bought anything from there in a while yeah I think that recliner is actually the last thing that I tried to buy from there. And I was like, ah, it's just not going to do it. So I, I think that considering I didn't pay anything for it, but I'll tell you one thing. When this thing eventually does break or it's like it's unusable. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to spend the money to get like a real lazy boy because I think that nothing can uh, compete. At least yeah. that I've tried. Yeah. I mean, I used to have a lazy boy and, uh, they're quite comfortable, and yeah, I mean, I have a chair forever. now that I that I bought, like a you know, expensive recliner chair that was like you know, made part of it was made by Amish people, you know, because we have like all this Amish oh, furniture yeah. in our house, and yeah. I like it, but it's not as comfortable as a lazy boy. I mean, it's nicer mm-hmm. looking, I guess, but you know, um, yeah, I do miss my lazy boy sometimes. We just didn't really have room for that. Yeah, um, good question. Good question. Yeah. You have you have any other? What, how about that that hand that you got back there holding the controller? I mean, I don't know. How, that's I mean, that's not really it. I'm not getting much value out of it. It just looks cool. It's no. It's just more like while you were talking, I kept thinking about my iPad and all the things I you know yeah. can use it to stream music. You know, like yeah, can do everything with this thing. When you know? the iPad was first revealed, yeah, I thought you it was like, stupid. Uh, yeah, I thought it was yeah, really stupid. I think most people thought it was stupid, it's right? Like it's just a big it's like, phone. Oh, it's just a big phone. Yeah, I thought it was really dumb. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, why um, would anybody want this? But, I mean, and they, at least in my opinion, and this is only my second iPad. Mm-hmm. Because um, to me, I mean, they just, they, la- they last a lot longer than the phones do for some reason, at least for me. 
Like I, the first iPad I had, I had for five or six years at least. And then this yeah. one, this one at, at this point has got to be at like five years old probably. And it's, I'm not even close to thinking that like, Ooh, it's time to get a new one, you know? Right. Like, but I mean, you don't carry it around in your pocket. You don't carry it with you. Oh no, no I don't mean. Yeah. But I mean, I take care of my, it's not like I don't have to get rid of my phone cause it got beat up. I'm saying that like, it's still fast. I don't feel like there's anything it can't do. Right. The battery still holds a, a perfectly good charge. Mm-hmm. So like I could, I could probably do without a computer if it wasn't for my show, just having like iPad plus. Cause you know, I have a, a little, uh, like a wireless keyboard mm-hmm. that I can pair with it and then I can sit here and, you know, type and whatnot. So if it wasn't for needing to edit my show, which I mean, technically you can edit video on an iPad. I've just never right. really tried. I would, I wouldn't, you know, that that's not the best way to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question though. It is. Cause I'm, the thing is, I'm sure that like later today, I'm going to think of other things. Yeah. You know, such as the, uh, the curse of having a podcast with the subjects or like this. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one is from Kyle. 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 Kyle doesn't say where he's from. So uh, he says, hey, I'm a huge fighting game fan, but planning to play more shmups in 2023 <laughs> because it's a genre I've liked but never dove into. Uh, what are your two's suggestions for the best recently re-released or easily emulated shmups for a newcomer. Uh, I've I feel only, like whenever the word... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I've only seriously played... The only one I've seriously played is Ikaruga, so anything else is fair game. Love the podcast and was already a big Pat Finnerty fan before, so it was cool hearing y'all give him a shout-out. So that's awesome. <laughs> All right, you were going to say... I was going to say every time that the word shmup comes up on here, you should re- yeah. replace it with... <laughs> Something. With... With something with a yeah. yeah, just to be clear, there's nothing wrong with the word shmups. It's just a personal. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard for me. I just hate it. But yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not a big nothing, fan of nothing wrong with it. Not trying to be gatekeepy, but yeah, uh, I call them shooters. But yeah. some people say, well, then how do you differentiate between that and first person shooters? To which I would say, uh, first person shooters are called first person shooters and that's how you make that differentiation but anyway it doesn't matter so exactly i mean he's saying you know recently re-released or easily emulated and that these days anything is easily emulated you know depending on what your your setup is i mean you just yeah you can play any old shooter and just download the appropriate emulator onto your computer so but it's true but you know if we try to think about stuff that's re-released i don't know if maybe that gives us more interesting options yeah, probably. I, I, you know, I've kind of gotten into the last couple of years. I've gotten into the cotton games, really, and all those have been re-released or, you know, uh, emulated in various ways on on modern systems. Yeah, I recommend checking out if you if you like cute 'em ups, like like that. Where where you stand on cute 'em ups? Is that that's okay? That's okay. Too, uh, right? I call them cartoony shooters. Oh. <laughs> But I don't, I mean, the thing is people shoot them ups. Like you can go read old issues of EGM and they were calling them shoot them up. So it's not like that's exactly. some kind of recent. So I don't yes. know. To me saying cute them up, you got to admit that's pretty clever. 
It is. Right. It so is. I don't I don't mind cute em up too much. I don't I just don't personally care for most cute em ups. So to me it doesn't come up that often. Mm-hmm. Although so, you do like uh Star Star Proger. Yeah. Star Proger's pretty just because it's easy and it's fun. <laughs> and it's got a lot of stupid humor in it. Yeah. But I, I just love the soldier game, so Star Proger is just good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so but going back to what you said there about cotton then, um because mm-hmm. I mean you know, obviously this guy is a, a shooter neophyte. So mm-hmm. would you consider I haven't played much cotton, uh, so I don't really have uh anything intelligent to say, which, you know, no surprise. <laughs> uh, but would you consider the cotton games to be pretty beginner friendly? Yeah, I think so. They're pretty easy. I think so. Especially like if you start with cotton reboot, which came out for all current systems. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if it was on Xbox. I don't really know if it, but it was on switch and PS4 for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's a great way to a great introduction. It looks great. It plays great. Yeah, and uh, it's more of a remake of that first game, um, and it's just—I think it's pretty beginner-friendly. And so the thing is, with with shooters specifically, is uh, it is like they don't have—they're hard to get into if they just give you limited continues right out of the gate. Then there's other then there's games like like Cotton does this. Right out of the gate, they give you unlimited continues, and that means yeah. you're just gonna like beat it, yeah, all the way through, you know. Well, unless and you I, have a little bit of like self control, right? But I mean, most people, I think they're sitting down to play this. I mean, I don't usually use continues, period. But right, but I'm just saying that if you're pretty new to the series, like you're gonna you're gonna continue, you're gonna credit feed your way through the game the first time, yeah, probably. Just to see, like, what what is there, and do I like this enough to really to learn it? Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, if you have unlimited continues straight out of the gate, or, or if you have limited continues straight out of the gate, yeah, then it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could ever do this. But the whole point is, is you know, you just keep on trying. You know, having that lim- yeah. those limited continues, and each time you play it, and I I don't know if I've talked about the, this on the show, but I talk it about on it on our streams and like on our our show a lot. That my favorite. Uh, mechanic to overcome this is when you know treasure does this a lot where you earn an extra continue for every hour that you play yeah and i think that's a good way to reward you for putting effort in and by the time you were to eventually unlock free play chances are you'd beat it with less than unlimited continues yeah i agree with that I think, I my, think that's something that every like I wish that every developer would do nowadays. Yeah. I mean I think my thing with with that is like I don't I don't want to see the game until I've earned it, right? Like cuz to me it's like spoilers, right? So yeah. I would if I plow through a game and just use unlimited continues and just and just finish the game, I'm probably not going to play that game anymore cuz it's like well now I've right. just seen everything. Like to me, mm-hmm. and that goes all the way back to me being a kid is when you're able to finally beat some level that's been giving you trouble, now you go to this new level and you get to see like, oh, this like this looks really cool and like, you know, it it mm-hmm. there's an excitement about because you're basically you just unlocked the next level of a game. Right. So, you know, I don't you know, when I said I don't use continues, it's not because I think I'm some kind of badass that can like one CC games. It's just like I wanna you know, usually what I'll do is if I'm really gonna sit down and like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, 
see how far I can get this morning through, you know, Gradius or whatever. Well, Gradius, yeah. I don't even get game overs. Like, usually Gradius, I play until I die. And if I lose a yeah. life, I'm just like, done. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'll, I'll play through until I die. And then, and then usually I'm not going to start over like right in the same sitting, I'll go play something else. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the next day I'll, I'll give the game another shot. Yeah. Um, so, but to answer, uh, Kyle's question, just the first thing that came to my mind, cause I talked about it on, on my show, you know, I did that video that was like a review, if you want to call it that of that uh, XE1HE joystick for the PC yes. engine. And then I mm-hmm. used it to play through Final Soldier. Because, um, you know, I've been I've, I've said this in several videos, but I just feel like Final Soldier is just like a really, really good beginner shooter. Like, you can get... Yes. Like, the first time I... And, and mind you, I've, you know, I play shooters more than maybe a lot of people, but, you know, I think I got to, like, the fourth level before mm-hmm. I died the first time I ever played Final Soldier. So I just think it's yeah. a very approachable game for you know yeah. people who say like oh i you know i want to play a shooter but i don't feel very good at him uh and you could say that about really any of the soldier games i just think that of the three on the pc engine i think that final soldier is the easiest but you know soldier blade too also easy and mm-hmm. i mean uh emulating pc engine is very simple i mean there's mature emulators for it yeah that you can put on your computer whether you have a mac or a pc so and if you're playing that, I, I another beginner friendly uh, shooter is uh, is Gate of Thunder. Oh yeah, very much so. And it's got that awesome yeah. music. It's got yeah, it's got a great soundtrack. And you know, I I had gone through a period where I had not finished a shooter in a long time. Yeah. And you know, just with a little bit of practice, you can probably beat that in in a night if you wanted to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's I mean, that's good that you brought that up too, because you know, Gate of Thunder is horizontally scrolling. Soldier mm-hmm. games are vertically scrolling, so whether yeah. you want to pick one or the other, just maybe, you know, are you more of a horizontal guy or a vertical guy? Right. Um, yeah. All right. So good question. Uh, next one. This is from, uh, I don't know if I'm saying uh, her name correctly, Kasia, K-A-S-I-A. Kasia? Kasha, maybe? I don't know. From Sweden. Okay. That's how I mean, the, the I, email I, is signed. Best regards from Sweden. Oh. Oh, I don't know, because then down in the, she uh, signs it K-A-J-S-A, but then up in her name, it says K-A-S-A. So I'm not really Kasha. sure. I don't know. I, I Long time ago, I worked with a girl named Kasha. All right. I don't know. But that was K-A-S-I-A, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... Two questions. One of them is specifically for me, but the other one is for both of us. And but I okay. think you're you're allowed to answer the other one too. Okay. Um, okay. First question: Have you ever fallen in love with a book or an album that you either bought or borrowed uh, purely because of the cover? Hmm. Like you ever just see an album and you're like, man, based on that cover art, I want to check that out. Oh, I don't know. Like off the top of my head. I mean, for me, it's like I don't I can't think of a specific example of like where that's why I got it. But I am yeah. a great uh, appreciator of good album artwork. Yes. And, you know, flip side of that, I'd really like when you see an album and it's like the cover art was obviously very lazily done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that's a that's a great disappointment to me. Yeah. You know, 
like tools on yeah. my album the way it has that lenticular cover mm-hmm. you know and then and then you could take the the booklet out and unfold it and, and put other pages in there and there those were lenticular too very very cool <laughs> although some of those were dirty but um <laughs> um i mean off the top of my head like albums that i fell in love with because of the the cover i can't think of a single one see the question bothers me because i'm sure that if i went upstairs and flipped through my albums i bet you i could find at least one album where i mostly bought it like i like this genre or whatever but like that is really cool cover art and that you know if somebody put that much care into the cover art mm-hmm. i want to listen to that album and see what it's all about well i guess in some ways you know we we, we talked about columbia house and bmg yeah on here before and when you have to pick those free CDs, like there's a lot of times there's just stuff you didn't know and you bought it because of the album art. Yeah. Like a bit, a good example for me to think about the, something that I got because of specifically because of the, like the name and the, uh, the cover art is probably, um, uh, sugars, copper blue. You know, it's sugar. It's, it's Bob mold from, uh, Oh, from Husker Du. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like that his, was his, like that his, was his like band kind of after Husker Du, or his yeah. follow up, or whatever to that. Yeah. Copper Blue, a great, great album. And I, you know, that was just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this. And I, like, I got it on vinyl a few years ago. Yeah. So I guess that would qualify. Yeah. You into? Was, uh, are you into Husker Du? Um, I've listened to criminally little, considering yeah. how much I've, I, I've liked, I liked Sugar, so. I had this weird, I mean, we'll get, I'll get back to her email, but I just had this, this, this has never happened to me before. I just thought this was so strange. Like I, uh, mm-hmm. so Husker do, uh, started out on the, on SST records. That was their label. Right. And, uh, like two weeks ago I went, cause it's so hard these days to me to find CDs. Right. I probably talked yeah. about that already. I don't want to bring that back up, but you know, a lot of times now you can just go to these record labels, especially small ones like SST and just buy stuff directly from them. And oftentimes it's cheaper than going to the record store anyway, right? So mm-hmm. I went to SST's website and just, you know, filled up my cart with like five or six CDs. And right. uh, and one of them was uh, Zen Arcade, which was, that's like, you know, everybody says that's Husker Du's greatest album. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I get, I get my order and I didn't really look at it. I just like, you know, I've, I've been waiting. Like, it's one of the, I don't know if you ever do something like this, but like, like I'd never listened to that album. Mm-hmm. And I, I, since I ordered the CD, I decided I'm going to wait for the CD to get here. Like I didn't, cause I could have just loaded it up on, you know, streaming, but right. I, I specifically said, I'm going to wait until the CD gets here and I'm going to put it in the CD player and, and really sit there and like, listen to it, you know? Yeah. And so it gets here, and I don't even really look at it. I just take it out and put it in the CD player. you know. And it was shrink-wrapped, right? So I had to unwrap it, take it out, put it in the CD mm-hmm. player, listen to it. And it's fine until I get like to almost the end, and then like the CD starts skipping. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And so I like take it out of the CD player, and like the CD is like super messed up. Like it has this weird scrape that goes from edge to edge on, on the top, and then this big gouge taken out of it. So it's like, like how did how did it get so far with? I feel like yeah. First of all, yes, I was impressed by that because the scrape it managed to play through. It was when it got to the gouge, 
then it was like because yeah. the gouge was in the top, which is like that's yeah. what you don't it's want like, getting damaged on a CD. Is is you know yeah. people think probably it's the bottom, but the top is where all the stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can think is like somebody at the factory dropped it on the floor and stepped on it, and then still put it in the case and let it go through the shrink shrink wrapping machine. Yeah, it was just like, like I wasn't I wasn't angry. I was just like, how did that? I've you know I've been buying CDs since I was in high school, and that's the first time I've ever unsealed a cd and it was like and just all jacked up like yeah. it all like it fell into yeah I, I don't know if they've i don't know if they've like, sent it yet or not but just you know credit where credit is due i just emailed sst and told them what happened and, and they're like, they they're just, gonna send you another one well they just they asked yeah. for a picture it's like oh, would you mind okay. sending us a picture and i was like yeah no problem here you go and but they said yeah we'll send you out a replacement Someone out, someone out there like knows like oh i did that like maybe maybe some oh, people absolutely. at the factory took it and you know Say I'm going to take this one. I'm going to drop it on the on the driveway outside yeah. and kick it around a little bit. Yeah, I also Stick thought it around. was weird because I've never seen this either. Is the CD came in the jewel case where the tray is clear? You know, because you know, back the, in the maybe, day, that'd be just like cheaper for them to do that. Is it just clear and there's nothing behind it? It's yeah, so it looks weird because the back yeah. is still white. But I have lots of extra jewel cases, so I just swap the tray out. But. Because it looked yeah. really stupid that way, you know, and I swapped it out. Yeah, I just, I wonder if that's just like a cost saving. Like, I wonder if having. Do they even still plastic. make pla- the black plastic trays anymore? Who knows? You know, like I said, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't mad about it, but. Uh, I mean, there's, jewel cases are just, are so chintzy now. You know, I bought. So, I hate you know, it. I think I went to like a Kmart or something like that that was closing down and I saw a stack of jewel cases you could buy. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I guess I could always use these. And I said I probably thought I could swap out like some PS One games with it, but yeah. you, when I got it open, I'm like, oh my god, it feels You're like so it's thin. just gonna, yeah, yeah, it's so it's so crummy, and it doesn't feel like it has any heft at all to it. It like, sucks because I I actually just went down that rabbit hole because I just I, I would just like to have like a little supply of replacement yeah. jewel cases for when I buy like UCDs and whatnot. But same mm-hmm. thing you're talking about, like any jewel cases you buy on like Amazon are going to be exactly what you just said, you know? Right. And I did a bunch of research and I found that there's like this one company in, I want to say it's like Belgium that mm-hmm. still makes like proper quality jewel cases. Doing it for real. But they don't ship to the United States. So want want. <laughs> so I have, I may have a little bit of a stash of good jewel cases, but, but not yeah, enough. Same here. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, I'll swap out some things, but, you know, I when I traded in some like old CDs or something like that to uh, to Jet Age Records, yeah, on Monmouth Street in Newport, Kentucky. Yeah, you don't even know the. I, address, I don't know the though. exact exact address. Yeah, uh, but I can say that you know Jet Age Records. Yeah, not like Armadillo Records at two hundred seven F Street in downtown Davis. <laughs> Opens night until eight p.m. I, I'm gonna have to figure out like what their uh, exact address is because I can name drop them. Yeah, uh, you know, I traded some stuff in there, and you know, I kept some or whatever. And sometimes, like, went to Goodwill and would get uh, like CDs for real cheap. Sometimes, See, that's and the a problem. lot of times, what I'll do is I'll keep like the double disc ones because those are even harder to find. Oh, sure, yeah. I just feel like now, like CDs at thrift stores are expensive enough that you can't just buy them just for a you know jewel case. Like oh, at I, least I mean, around here, like Goodwill wants two dollars, two to three dollars for a CD, which 
I'm not saying that's a bad to me. That's still if you go in there and you buy like I got monster in there for like two bucks. Great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but at, at that price, especially because, you know, monster has that orange uh, tray. So, um, right. but I'm not spending two to three bucks just to buy, you know, used CDs because the jewel case is still in mostly good condition, you know? Yeah. Heck, heck no. I mean, yeah. it's, it's funny. I haven't, I used to go to the Goodwill. There was in, in Bellevue, Kentucky. Yeah. Like, like at least two or three times a week. Yeah. And something happened like right around the beginning of the pandemic. And it's just like the worst now, like they yeah. gutted the entire store and they changed it up. And it's just like, it's not, it's nowhere near as good as it used to be. And they used to have this thing where once a week they would have like 50% off everything. Yeah. And that's when I I would come out of there with like a stack of CDs, you know, for 50 cents each or something like that. Yeah. Those, those days are gone. Yeah. That's really sad. All right. So other question, uh, like I said, this one was, for me, but please feel free to add anything you like. Okay. Uh, Chris, you said you had rescued Mega Man 6 from the clearance bin. The game is not considered the best in the series on the NES, but do you have any nostalgia for it? And uh, Oh, and then the second part of the question is for both of us. Have you played uh, Mega Man Hacks on the TurboGrafx-16? So, uh, for me, as Mega Man 6, I have nostalgia for it just because, like, you know, I feel like Mega Man was a big deal on the NES, like all the Mega Man games. And uh, my best friend had, you know, for as long as we were friends, he had all of them. You know, when a new one would come out, he would get it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we kind of lost touch after like eighth grade. So there were still Mega Man games coming out after that. But but I never had a Mega Man game. And so like I was excited when I found Mega Man 6 just because, you know, uh, that was my chance to find for yourself. Yeah, and I mean, it was brand new in the box at KB for $5. Like, yeah. you know, you're not going to beat that. So, You still have um, it. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have nostalgia for it. I could finally go home and play a Mega Man game. But, you know, this would have been in, like, 1995 probably. So I'm not going to lie and yeah. say I spent that much time playing it because by then, you know, I was playing PC stuff, but that was also right when I kind of quit playing games for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. I, you know... Not gonna lie and say I played a ton of Mega Man Six, but yeah, understand. To me, it's like the nostalgia of Mega Man and kind of the nostalgia of like digging for stuff at the in the clearance bins at uh, <laughs> at KB Toys. Yeah, and um, and then yes, I have checked out uh, a couple of the NES ports on yeah, the TurboGrafx sixteen, but to me, they're more of like curiosities. Exactly. Exactly. There, there's nothing. I mean, if you're playing those, like, why are you going to play that over, like, you know, any other, like, the real way to play them, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, to me, it's just more impressive that, you know, same thing like we said about Mega Man 2 on the Super Nintendo. It's just impressive that right. somebody did that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, I mean, Mega Man 2 on the Super Nintendo, I feel like you play that, and you, if it wasn't for the lack of slowdown, you wouldn't know you weren't playing the NES version. Yeah, but the TurboGrafx-16 NES ports are different enough that you know that you're not, which in a way makes it a little bit cooler. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, anyway, it says anyways, love listening to you guys. Keep up the great work. So. Well, thank uh, you. Thank you for the question. Uh, time for one more. Yes. Okay. Uh, so this, okay, this is from uh, Jonathan, who is the owner of Rob behind me that's jonathan's oh. rob so he's it's on extended loan 
until I yeah. finally get around to making that video. Hey, but, Jonathan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, I, I had a friend who, uh, whenever someone was named Jonathan, he'd always do like a, a Tony Danza impression. Yeah. He's like, hey, Jonathan. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds nothing like that. It's funnier in my head. Yeah. Coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, if I ever remember hearing Tony Danza's character talking to TV? Jonathan on the show. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I used to love that show though. Who's the boss? Yeah. Oh yeah. For anybody that doesn't pick up the reference. Um, yeah. That was like one of my favorite sitcoms when I was a kid. Mona. Mona. Angela. Yeah. Samantha. <laughs> Jonathan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but the way he'd always say say Jonathan, yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting why. show, only because like you know, you, it's kind of surprising that they had a character like Mona back oh, yeah. then. She's like, because I mean, she was like trying a to total, sleep with everybody. Oh yeah, she was like a total. I mean, even is that even a cougar? I mean, she was past cougar age. Well, I don't know. I bet if we went back and watched it, we'd be surprised that she was. Well, I think awake. Angela's more like, or is Angela like MILF and then Mona's Cougar? I don't know where the cutoffs yeah. are. You know? Yeah, whereas I, I but, feel like they're both the same. I mean, I feel like now that would be not even close to being a big deal. Like nobody would care. There's probably been no. tons of characters like her since then. But I think in the 80s, it's like, wow, you have like this hypersexual sure. older lady who's just like. It's just so. I think that we, I don't know if we talked about this on, on here or not. I feel like that is becoming the theme of this show. I don't know if we talked about this on here or if we talked about it someplace else. Yeah. But my wife and I were talking about, cause we watched that, uh, that the sex in the city revival series that came out called, uh, uh, and just like that. Is and it just, still the same people or no? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like it's still Sarah Jessica Parker. and Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a series. Yeah, it was like a. Okay. They had one season of it on. I'm sorry, I'm just asking because I, I didn't been... know about this at all. So. Yeah. So, um, and like I, I watched this the series. I didn't watch it when it was on, but I watched it like shortly after it ended. And I which I the original it. Sex in the City or this this yeah new yeah one? okay. And then I you know I I thought the first movie was really good. And okay. The second movie was like a. Eh. Uh, but you know this this new series was like kind of not that great. Uh, but it's just interesting because the way that the characters are portrayed in that, in that, and then you like you go back to like the Golden Girls, and the Golden Girls like the characters are actually like younger than the characters in Sex and the City. Even I think even then they, when they when it was like on, yeah. But like the way that they're like dressed and like you know and like look in Golden Girls like looks so much older. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to to think about. Yeah, which one like was how, how was much it, like that is like changed over time? Was guess, it Blanche? Like the, yeah, the one that was, was like, like the Mona of like because that yeah, yeah that was Rue McClanahan, but I, I think Blanche was the character's name. I think right, right, yep, yeah. Um, it's just interesting the way that you know, like in in media, in you know, like in the eighties, like if like once a woman like hits a certain age, like it's like oh, you got to like dress. Like you're so much older than you actually are. Like a grandma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um okay. So what do we got here? Okay, long long time listener, first time caller, two guys from my favorite YouTube channel starting a podcast. 
Might be the best thing that happened in 2022. How about that? Uh, I look forward to my Monday morning hour-long commute into the office because I get to start the week off with you two jokers. See, that's why I feel bad about days like yesterday where I didn't get the podcast out. Like, I just oh. I just forgot. And so I didn't even edit the podcast until yesterday morning. So, like, I knew, like, oh, man, anybody that listens to the show for their Monday morning commute didn't get to. Of course, hopefully he listened to it this morning. But yeah, uh, I felt bad, though. Uh, anyway. Oh, okay. So this is going to require you to, um, I need you to roll the does it slap or should we eat it theme song again, but can you do the other one just to, yes. Yep. Here we go. Here's my question for you. You've got to keep one and eat two. Pick one that slaps the other two that drops. See, I like that one because it's like in my head. I like them both. I don't want to make it sound like, but like when I hear that one, it's like this little hole in the wall jazz club, you know, and yep. there's the the jazz drummer with the simple five piece kit, yep. you know, he's definitely playing then, his, the drums like side. Like he's, oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like and then there's a guy like playing this. an upright bass, you know, maybe like Mingus, like he's got the, the little short stogie in his mouth. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just. I like the vibe. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I could see that, you know, and, and like people are smoking cigarettes probably. Oh, of course. Yes. Now there's like a haze, like we talked yes. about last time, the smoking and car. And you see the spotlight and you just see the silhouettes and the hazy spotlight. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Maybe this one. Oh, this one's going to be easy for, for you, I think. Oh, but uh, I don't know, man. All right. I'm not gonna Do me a favor. Midnight, you're, I think you're going to. crisis over it. No, but I think you're going to have a knee-jerk reaction, mm -hmm. and I think you need to stop yourself and really think about what is being asked before okay. you just, like, jump the gun, all right? Okay. Out of these three technologies, you only get to choose one. This means the other two never existed. That's the important <laughs> thing. Never existed. Yeah. One, cassette tapes, audio cassette tapes. Two, VHS tapes, three FPGAs. Now, to me, it's pretty easy, but right. I felt like I needed to get you to pump your brakes because I just feel like you were going to instantly say. I'm going to say FPGAs like right out of the, out yeah. the gate. Yeah. But. I mean, I think that that feels like the thing that would be the most useful. The only thing that would come close for me would probably be VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. But I think that if the other ones never existed. See, to me, that's the important. If you say they all disappear now, then of course you're going to keep FPGAs. Yeah. But if you're going to erase the other two from ever existing, I, that changes the question entirely. I mean, I would, I, I would be okay racing audio cassettes never yeah. existing because you know, like, there's other alternatives. But I mean, yeah. VHS was the way to watch movies at home, right? For until like the late '90s, until like yeah, I got for a, a long DVD time, player. like better part of 20 and, years. And that, I mean, I, I would, I would keep VHS tapes probably because okay. they, I mean, they, 
like watching movies at home on VHS like shaped me in who I am yeah. as a person, like yeah. more so than basically almost anything except yeah. for like games, yeah. probably. And that that's you know, what I'm saying. I feel like if you if you take those three options and you say, okay, what would be the alternative? Yeah. Cassette tapes were great. Don't get me wrong. Cassette tapes allowed us to take our music on the go, right? Walkman, yeah. car stereos, that's awesome. But, mm-hmm. you know, at home, we, we could have just kept listening to vinyl until CDs came along. And a lot of people right. did do that, right? So it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, it would suck not having, you know, not having a Walkman and whatnot. But it's like you could still have a radio in your pocket. You can still have a radio in your car. You just can't listen to your own stuff. So, like, that sucks. Right. Not the end of the world, right? Mm-hmm. FPGAs, there's all kinds of places where FPGAs have, you know, given us, you know, new stuff, technologically speaking, right? Right. So it would suck if FPGAs disappeared, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's the end of the world either, right? Like, you know, you have a, a computer-based emulation, as far as games go anyway, a computer-based emulation, and then I forgot what that... Um, it's that emulation modular emulation system that somebody came out with. Oh, the uh, um, what is it called? I don't know. I forgot. It doesn't <laughs> it's matter. Like on the tip of my brain, and I was yeah. like, I cannot. It doesn't matter. I'm saying if if there was no such thing as FPGAs, you probably would have just had more of that kind of stuff. Being yes, right, and yeah. then you got Raspberry Pis and whatnot. But like you just said, if if VHS tapes, because I'm going to just say. You know, he didn't specifically say it, but, you know, that's got to include Betamax, right? I mean, you can't, if VHS had never existed, then maybe Betamax would have been bigger, but I think that's cheating. I mean, it could basically be like audio tapes or videotapes. Yeah, we'll just say, I'm going to say number two is not VHS, it's just all videotapes. What was the alternative? Like, were people going to start, would you go to the rental store and buy a reel, like a movie on a reel in a can and bring it home and stick it in your projector? I I mean, like... So we're basically saying there is going to be no home video from until yeah. like 1996 or 97 when yeah. DVD came out. Yeah. Well, and you're forgetting that, Laserdisc, so don't, you know, Yeah, have true. some respect. That's true. I mean, Laserdisc would have been a big, like would have been even like a bigger deal, I think if that was the case. Yeah. Uh but I mean, there's so much stuff that exists because of video and like how cheap it was to shoot things on video. Like that resulted in so many like low budget nothing films being made also yeah yeah and tv i mean if 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 videotape like didn't exist that yeah. would That'd be change huge... like the entire entertainment industry yeah. in ways that we can't possibly understand probably yeah although you could to a to a far lesser extent i think you could say that about uh cassette tapes as far as like yeah that made it far, far easier for like indie bands yes. to to distribute their music, you know, because they could mm-hmm. make it themselves, which you couldn't really right. do with vinyl. So, but, but you again, that's to a far time, lesser extent like, than does than, eight eight track count as? I don't know, but I've never I, that's not a tape, I've never right? gotten it's into tape. eight track. I got I only know I only knew one person that had an eight track when I was growing mm-hmm. up. But could you buy? I'm just honestly asking because I don't know. Like, could you buy a, a eight track deck that you could record to, and then could you buy blank eight track tapes? I've, I don't I know. just honestly don't know. I, I have no clue. Yeah. All right, that's a good question, though. I think that's that's a really good question. Thank you, Jonathan. 
uh, and that I mean that's hour and a half, so I think um, yeah, that's I, a good I stopping gotta, point. I have, I have my team meeting here, right, right. In, in a little bit. I need to do yeah. some prep for it. Yeah, tell them, tell them, so, tell them all. I said hi. I will. I'll let them know. Yeah, CGQ says what's and, up. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, who? Yeah. Well, how I mean, dare Dustin they? Will be like, we'll know exactly. Oh, because yeah. I mean, right. He's been on here, but right. The rest of the people will say who. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I'll say, you know, that guy, he has that really cool intro that has like the, like, isn't that like a stand-up bass in your, your opening theme music? That's, boom, it's pretty boom, bass boom. heavy, yeah. Although I've been that using. like a stand-up bass. I've been using that less now because now I'm using the PlayStation uh, startup thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which I like a little bit better. Because I, I wanted to shorten my intro. I feel like, you know, yeah. at one point, longer intros were cool. And I feel like they've kind of gone out of style. And so now yeah. I'm just going with the other one, which uh, I think it lo- I think it's cool anyway. So it was time for a change. Yeah. Anyway, you've been listening to episode 23 of Here's My Question for You. And uh, yeah, that's uh, hopefully if, if this you, time you it gets send us uh, some emails. Yeah, we're, we're going to uh, start running low pretty soon. So like, here's my podcast, right? Here's my podcast at wait, wait we're starting to run low. Well, I'm not. Email? I'm not want to get that far, but I'm saying like we went through a period where I think we got quite a few of them, you know, because the yeah. show still had some newness to it, and yeah. now it's starting to, you know, we're getting less. Yeah, which is okay, but I'm just saying, you know, hey, don't be shy out there, you know, like if you got a <laughs> exactly if you got a question, shy. like no matter what it is, <laughs> as long as it's not filthy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, have a good week, and uh, we'll see you again this time next week. All right. Take care.